Welcome to Aligned and Ambitious Radio. I'm your host, Taylor Slanko, business coach, entrepreneur, dog mom to Marley, and iced coffee obsessed. I help women build businesses that give them total freedom with their time and money without sacrificing the things that are important to them. I was able to scale my business and brand well beyond six figures in sales my first year because I was focused on staying aligned and ambitious. I did things my own way, I wrote my own rules, and I believe your business is your playground. There's no one strategy, one size, or one way to build the business of your dreams. Through this podcast, I'm committed to peeling back the curtain and sharing the behind the scenes of my own business. So we'll talk about everything from mindset to strategies to marketing, and of course, how to make more money. I'm so happy you're here. Now let's dive into this week's episode. Welcome back to another episode of Aligned and Ambitious Radio. We have Ariel Schiffer back again. You were on the show once already. I was. I love that. A lot. It was almost a year ago. It was actually, I think, January or February. It was right before I launched the Course Alchemist for the first time. (laughs) That's because we were talking about creating good quality courses. Yep. Yep. (laughs) I must really like you to have you back. (laughs) Yeah, you're pretty cool too. (laughs) So in this episode, we wanted to kind of peel back the curtain and have a really candid open conversation about what it's like to go into a collaboration in your business, especially the dynamics of the different relationships and the different aspects that go into a collaboration and how collaborating with someone else especially at this level, is a whole nother ballgame than doing things yourself and going through your own launch. So uh, yeah, we're just going to spill all the details. Yeah, I'm excited. So I'm going to start from the beginning. So (laughs) I'm just going to (laughs) jump right in. So when, um, so I've been working with Taylor for a year now. And something that came up as I started to really develop my business, especially earlier this year, was the fact that I was like, I'm going to collab with her. Like, I want to collaborate with her. I don't care if she's my coach, my friend, my neighbor down the road. Like, she's a cool chick. Like, I want to collaborate with her. And I think I told you and you were like, well, what are you thinking? And I was like, I have no idea, but it'll come to me. (laughs) And I knew it would. (laughs) And it wasn't about just like putting together something for the sake of putting it together, saying like, oh, we should do this. And then trying to come up with an idea. The cool thing is, I feel like, this just kind of unfolded and it became something super organic, just straight out of great conversations that we've already been having. And so I love this because I think we've broken so many rules when it comes to marketing and what you see. And, you know, I feel like there's been so many collaborations and so many summits and all these things. And we've done things a little bit differently and it's been fun. And we've learned a lot because this is also a newer type of offer than I think both of us have created. (laughs) So yeah, I'm excited to kind of dive in. But that's kind of where it started was from me just being like, this is going to (laughs) happen, basically manifesting it. And then, you know, it just coming to life organically, which I think is the coolest thing. Yeah. And I think that it came to life so organically and naturally, because all we really did was return back to our core values, which is why we align so well in general, like anyone listening or watching this, working with people who you do align on those core principles, like it's so huge. It makes such a big difference because it's the base of everything you do in your business and every decision that you make. And so Ariel and I have always like nerded out on innovation. It's something that we both really value. And we've had so many great conversations on the side about 
how we can do things differently. And it's really become a partner relationship between the two of us. I'm her client. She's my client. We're friends. Like we appreciate each other's energy and expertise so much. And so when we were brainstorming, what does this even look like? We just went back to, well, what's different? And we basically just (laughs) built it from there, starting with the pre-launch event. We wanted every moving piece to tie back to that core value of innovation. And because that was the whole theme, we also wanted whatever we did to help you be able to do the same thing as well. Mm -hmm. And I think I made a post about this today of just like, there's so many people that ask what, (laughs) what should I do? How should I do it? What are the pieces I need? What are the strategies I need? How do I get to where you're at? How, how, how? And nobody asks, why? (laughs) Why do you do it this way? Why do you make these decisions? Why is it that you... And truly, the core of all strategies are intentional decision-making. Like Intentional decision-making is what makes a strategy. And so it's not necessarily about like the what and the how and looking at the next person who's doing something and seeing what trend they created and how they did it you should be asking them the question, why did you do this? What was your thought process? Because knowing the why is really going to help you transform that decision making and apply it to your own self. So that way you can create your own stuff. And when it comes to launching, when it comes to marketing, when it comes to creating, you don't have to rely on another person, another coach till the end of time to tell you how to do it because you already have the strategy. You know why, you know the thought process and that's what matters. And when you create with intention, that's it. Like, that's what it comes to. So I think what's cool is, and a reason why I started working with you. And I think the reason why we created this event to begin with, is I really admired the fact that I never knew what to expect with you. (laughs) Like, I, to some degree, I had an understanding of, you know, like, I knew that what I would like, it shouldn't sound like inconsistency. Let me put it that way. It wasn't like, I don't know what I'm gonna get, because she's so inconsistent. It was more so like, I always knew you put out great quality content. You were really intentional about the things you were doing. You always had the why. You always shared the why. You're so you're so transparent. But what's cool is I never knew what to expect it because you were always doing something different. You were always using the why and using the things that you see, but then in your mind, kind of creating something new, like that alchemy behind it, right? And so your representation of that. And I think that's why we connect really well because... Sometimes I have some crazy ass ideas, but it allows for some good conversation between us. And I think we're both always, we're really intentional about things. And it's not just for the sake of doing things. Like even though this event is built on the premise of being innovative, we're not just doing different stuff just to do different stuff. There's always a thought process behind it. Why are we doing this? How is this going to really impact people? And so when you talk about like the CEO happy hour, I think we were all just feeling like 2020 was like, we were joking around about this earlier. 2020 was a rough night. (laughs) It was, it was a hard night on everybody. And I think, you know, there's a lot of people, especially my network, I'm sure yours that started their business, you know, with the pandemic and all this other stuff. And so it's so easy to look at what other people are doing and ask, what are they doing? How are they doing it? And we wanted to take this time to really say, Hey, the power that you're looking for, that magic that you're looking for that you see in everybody else, it's actually inside of you. And here's how we can start to bring that out. And the CEO sleepover is really about, hey, now that you know that you have that magic, let's really unveil it and let's apply it to your business and bring it to life for next year. I'm so happy that you said 
let's not create just to create because I think it's really difficult to innovate when you're coming from a energy that is pressure because I have to innovate. Yeah. <laughs> like that is not helpful at all. And so when we're talking about innovation and we're talking about all these things, Ariel like was spot on when she said, understanding the thought process is what's going to allow you to apply it to yourself. I can't tell you how I innovate because that's not really going to work for you. <laughs> I can tell you my thought process. I can tell you the questions I ask myself. I can tell you the things that I consider, the things that I think about, all of the different energies and thoughts that go into the decision-making process. So you can go down that own rabbit hole yourself and see what comes up for you. But this is really getting away from like the buzzwords and the strategies and the keys. And we've been kind of saying that for a couple of weeks because we can't spoon feed you how to do this. Mm -hmm. We have to really not even teach you because you already know it, whether you know, you know it or not, you already have this, you already know this. We are just going to bring you back to that place. We're not going to spoon feed you the answers. We're going to empower you to dig within because you already have it in yourself. And a lot of people, and this has kind of come up for both of us at certain points as we've been scaling and working with newer entrepreneurs is a lot of the times you just are so inspired by the people that you're working with that you take on part of what they're doing and part of who they are. And we've all done it. Like I borderline think that that's kind of a prerequisite emerging as a leader of like kind of having that moment where you're like, oh, wait, I don't have to do this my coach's way and kind of going the other direction. But this is to avoid all of that because what that comes down to is just unworthiness and you thinking that your ideas and your imagination isn't enough when it is literally the only thing that's enough. When you start to pick off of someone else's tree, that's the moment that you shift out of alignment. And yet that's the thing that gives you the illusion that you're doing something right when I just don't think that's true. So I guess yeah. that was a long ramble to just agree with everything you said. Yeah. And I think so based on that too, I'm going to riff on that because bringing up talking about newer entrepreneurs and feeling this way. Another big, I guess you can say like pillar, tenant, whatever you want to call it of this event is the fact that this is not just something for somebody who's just starting their business. And I think I just messaged you the other day and I was just like, side note, pet peeve. I hate when people say like, no matter what level in business you're in, because I just hate the word level. Like we're not in, we're not in Pac-Man. We're not like advancing and, and moving up like, there are no levels. There's no hierarchy, right? Like let's remove all that verbiage, that language. And another, like going off of that, based on that, this event isn't just for new entrepreneurs because yeah, you might have that standpoint when you're, you know, looking at like creativity and tapping into yourself and really feeling like you're embodying what you want and empowered to do what you want. But as somebody who's been in the game a little bit longer, somebody that has a business established, even a thriving business, you know, once you've been there and been in a place for a while, not that you've been stagnant, but once you've been doing what you're doing for a while, sometimes it's hard to like shift into the energy of thinking differently. You know, I think our ideas always form over time, but it's always really good to, I think, step back into the place of like, remember when you were first starting your business and you had all the ideas? Imagine having that at any point in your business, you know, like 
being able to turn on that faucet, no matter where you are, because as you grow your business, it's actually more important for you to become more innovative, especially as you scale and you have team members, as you try to reach new people, as you start to shift your programs in different ways, or your offerings in different ways, that's where the creative muscle really needs to come in for those entrepreneurs that are at that place, you know? So mm-hmm. I also wanted to talk about that because I think sometimes too, and I'm guilty of this actually, is like I see some things like events being promoted or programs being promoted. And I'm like, oh, well, you know, like I'm further along in business. I don't need to know these things. I know all the things. And it's like, no, I fucking don't. <laughs> like, I, no, I don't. Like the best experiences I've had are stepping into new networks, going to new events, trying different things, yeah. not just, you know, making assumptions or thinking that I'm better than whatever, you know? I think obviously if it's catered to an ideal client, that isn't me, like it's not for me, but right. you know, this is something that, you know, it's not just another summit. It's not a group coaching program. It's not a course. It's not a bunch of master classes that you have to like tape your eyelids back and just sit back and listen to all these keynotes. This is something that everybody could benefit from. And it's going to hit you different based on where you're at in life. Remember all you're going to talk about how to collaborate? <laughs> I was just thinking about that. I was like, you know, it's really funny how this is not turning out the way that we planned, but we're just rolling with it. And that's literally the theme of our collaboration. So <laughs> I actually, I have one more note that I wanted to add to what you just said. I think this yeah. is valuable either way. And then I kind of want to lay out how we came up with the sleepover and then how we backtracked to figure out what the event was going to be and the yeah. things that have come up along the way. But the thing that you were saying about the higher level entrepreneurs, which I can't believe I just said level after you're like, I hate level. But um, <laughs> I know. the more seasoned, the more experienced entrepreneurs, however you want to frame it. Like I've been having a big reflection. I just wrote this down in my journal yesterday to create content from it. So here we are. The feeling of like fatigue and exhaustion of trying to keep up and trying to be that leader, trying to stay ahead. And I've been feeling that a lot lately. And I'm always super honest and transparent. But even when you were like in the beginning, like you're always doing something different. I'm like, am I still, am I still doing things different? You know, keeping up with the Kardashians or whatever. (laughs) But what I really, the breakthrough for me was like, it doesn't need to be exhausting because there's nothing to keep up with. There's something to keep tapped into. Mm. And so the more that I can just keep tapping into me and going down that rabbit hole of like navigating what feels good and what direction I'm going, it's not about keeping up. It's about keeping up with yourself rather than, you know, what's going on in the industry. But when we were thinking about what we wanted to do, we were kind of like, you know, we don't want it to be something super long-term. We both were just really working on scaling our memberships at the time. And what kind of really sparked it was we have two signature programs that are so complementary. It's like mm. heavenly. Yeah. Ariel has the Course Alchemist and I have my launch course, Five Figure Flow. And, you know, we've always been like, they just work. <laughs> you know, those two together, it's like a powerhouse. But we were like, we don't want to just bundle our courses. We would rather bring the live element together and still you know, collide those worlds, but in a fresh way, especially for like the people that have your course or the people in five figure flow, we wanted it to be something different. So even our current clients haven't seen this kind of curriculum and positioning. And so we were like, let's do an event. Like we didn't even call it a sleepover yet. We were like, we want to do like an event retreat kind of thing where it's a couple days full immersion where we do bring these worlds together in more of a workshop mastermindy, like a rapid mastermind kind of vibe 
what does that look like and what does that feel like? And we've been talking about this since, I don't know, what, September, August? Maybe August. I think it was August. And yeah, like the happy hour was not an afterthought, but kind of an afterthought. So we we had conceptualized a sleepover. And then we were like, should we do a pre-launch event? And we're like, I don't know. And then this just came to be, it was very organic. (laughs) But yeah, Yeah. the big thing was like, we realized like our skill sets really work great hand in hand because I'm great at product suite development, offer development courses. You are spectacular at launching. So obviously you put those two things together, you have like some serious magic in your biz. So we knew we wanted to collide our expertises in a way, you know, we didn't want to make a course. We didn't want to do something that was like, you know, a group program or whatever it might be. And I think we just started talking about, I think it was kind of the fun that we wanted to have with it. Like, I think fun was a big part of it from the beginning, like knowing that we wanted it to be an experience. And then I think event, the word event that we associated with it kind of came a little bit later, but we knew it, we definitely wanted it to be an experience. And We knew that a lot of people in our networks, including ourselves, were just like kind of fried from all the like, not I don't want to say basic stuff, but like just the average things that you see. And it's just, I want to go to something different. I want to be a part of something different. I think we really created the event that we want to attend. (laughs) Like we wanted to create the experience. Well, that's the thing too. Mm -hmm. It's like all of my programs, and I'm sure the same is true for you too. All of them came from getting clarity of what I was missing. What Mm -hmm. I couldn't find, I created. And like, I think that says something in itself and there's so many offers and like you're saying, just, you see the same thing over and over again. And we were like, we don't want this to be a hard decision either. At the end of the day, we want it to be like non-committal. You're not locked into like a six month program. It's not something high ticket. It's literally like a low three figure investment. We wanted to make it accessible because we wanted to bring as many people into it as possible. So tip one, I guess, when it comes to collaborating is choose someone who has a skill set that is complementary to yours. And this is where we begin to eliminate the entire concept of competition. Let's be real. It goes down in the Instagram DMs nowadays. In fact, 90% of my sales, and I've done well over six figures in sales and counting, come from my Instagram DMs. I've put together an entire roadmap and strategy with real screenshot examples for you to sell in the DMs. Go to taylorslango.com slash Instagram to grab your free copy. Okay, now back to the episode. Surface level, you could be like, oh my gosh, Taylor and Ariel, they're both business coaches. They're competing with each other or they're each other's competition. And like, I feel like we tie way too much fucking shit to the title. (laughs) Like, it's so bizarre to me because our skill sets are really complementary. So think about the people in your network that you guys align on values mm-hmm. and you guys have skill sets that would be complementary. Yeah. And another thing with that too, like you said before, values is really important. So knowing how the other person thinks and works, because especially like when you're doing a collaboration like we have, it takes a lot of time. Like the things that you would normally probably spin in your head or like do yourself on a laptop, multiply it by two when you're working with somebody because there's a lot more work and it's not just your decision typically (laughs) to do some of the pieces. But also it's like, there's the creative part, there's the innovative part, but there's also the logistical part. I mean, we have a whole Asana board of things that we know we need to get done. 
And that's kind of like, I feel like we're flexing our masculine energy over there, but like this has been (laughs) super, super freaking flowy. It's so funny. Like we know what we want to do and we know it'll come together and we have trust and faith that it will in the best way possible, but there is some loose structure around it. And I think from the beginning though, we've had our individual, what's cool about this. Okay. So this is a good tip. When you're looking at the offer that you're creating or the thing that you're collaborating with on somebody, that in itself has its own values. So we knew that we wanted it to be fun, innovative. We knew that we wanted it to be inclusive to any type of entrepreneur, essentially. Like it doesn't matter who, what, when, where, what you're selling. It doesn't matter. We knew that we wanted it to be something that was that we knew the feelings that we wanted it to evoke. So every decision that we've made has come back to those values of what we're creating. And I think it's important for you to keep that in mind. So that way, everybody's always on the same page. It's not just because you're also co-collaborating now with your brands, right? Like your brands stand for something, your brands evoke a feeling. So I think that piece is really important. It's making sure that you know, like exactly what it is that you're doing. And another thing too, we were talking about this on Instagram live a couple of days ago, I think, but going into a collaboration with clear communication, Mm. like a collaboration will crash and burn if you guys can't be honest with each other and like understand each other's communication style. We didn't experience this not once, but in our collaboration, I saw how easy it could have been to like be on the same page or not get on the same page or feel some type of way and suppress it and not let the other person know where they're at or Mm. force things to like meet the other person halfway. I could see how it could get ugly so easily when you aren't honoring your own boundaries and energy and then the boundaries and energy of the person on the other side through that honesty and collaboration. And so we've planned a lot of things that some of them have followed through and some of them were like, Hey, we're not, we're not feeling this. Like, I need a day off or could you make the post today or something really feels off and I can't put my finger on it, but I really just need you to know where my headspace is at. Like mm-hmm. just that in itself, I think is what made this so smooth and beautiful. Yeah. And with that, I think the beauty of a collaboration is like, there's more than one person promoting what you're doing. Right. So it's kind of that like split responsibility. It's so funny. Um, even when we were creating stuff for the happy hour, I was like, Taylor, I, have PTSD when it comes to writing emails, like something's going on there. I hate writing emails, please take this on. And she was like, sure. And so I was like, okay, I'll do the graphics. And I remember it was like the Sunday of my VIP weekend. And I'm just sitting in front of the computer. And I'm like, wow, I am totally drained right now. Like I can't even do these graphics. Like they're coming out fugly. Like, please help me. And she like redid them or whatever. But it's just that's the thing. It's like give and take, you know, like there's some things that I'll take on there's things that she'll take on. But it's just like making sure that things are even in balance. And it doesn't have to be 100% every single time. But just know that having the other person's back is the big thing. And just making sure that you're stepping up to and not letting that also be an excuse in a way like, oh, well, you know, Taylor's on this. So I'll just let her do this. It's having that equal, I guess you can say commitment to what you're doing. But it is nice because it's like, you know what, if she's making a post, I'm going to share it. If I'm making a post, I know she's going to share it. You know, like we kind of created our content strategy in that way. So that way we're not just doing the same things, but we're cross pollinating and promoting each other's stuff. And so I think that's worked out well too. (laughs) I like what you said about like even not expecting it to be 50-50 in every moment because I mean, think about any relationship. 
one is yeah. ever a hundred percent if you say it is you are motherfucking lying right yeah. now because yeah. there's days where i'm at 30 and you're at what is it 60 70. <laughs> it's 70. why did I pick why didn't I just pick 40 60 anyways giving you the 70 percent <laughs> right now <laughs> this vice versa so I think that's just something so important to come into mind because anything else is going to stem from that point of communication and brainstorming and creating the space like we both took time out of our calendars we've had many many hours of brainstorming and fully committing to this and also like committing to our businesses in other areas. We both have been launching and selling other things on the front end, on the back end. We have things going on with our client. We're trying to prepare for this and shut down for the holidays. I mean, we've had a lot going on. And so it's been really cool to have this element of this extra fun project we're doing. And it's not stressful. And it doesn't mean we can't also do other things in our business. And it's just been a really, really cool learning experience for me personally, especially if you guys have been here for a while. I don't like, I don't really collaborate with anyone. And it's because I know how my vibe and my energy works. And I, it's sometimes hard for me to like work with somebody else, but I've been working with Ariel for so long that I know that she thinks like me and understands like me. And I understand how she thinks and her energy. And so it felt so safe and like a no brainer. But I'll also say, you know, don't just jump into a huge commitment collaboration that you're not fully sure is a good fit. Yeah. Listen to your gut for sure. (laughs) Yeah. It's so funny. I tell my clients all the time, like, what is your gut saying? And they're like, oh, it's saying this. And then they do something different. They're like, I should have followed my gut. And I'm like, I know it's there for you. (laughs) But it's true. Like, listen to your intuition when it comes to working with somebody. But you brought up energy before. And this is something I want to talk about too, because in the actual event, we're going to be talking about like Taylor's going to be focusing on marketing and energy and alignment and all these cool things. And I want to talk about that in our collaboration right now, because our energy has been very interesting. And I feel like we've been on the same page the entire time, which is cool, but it's also had its ebbs and flows. And I don't want to pretend like this has been the absolute perfect launch. And we've had you know, 100% energy the entire time, because it totally hasn't been. And I find that to be really interesting. And I think something that we can share and be really open about too. I think if you don't mind, I'm going to talk about our conversation earlier today, just talking about like, hey, you know, we're kind of in this mid launch slump, like, so you know, I'm like, where are you going with this? (laughs) I know we've talked about a lot of random shit today. But like, you know, we're kind of in this mid launch slump. And what I mean by that is like, for anybody who has launched, like, you know, like, in the beginning, there's that excitement, that hype. And then all of a sudden you're like in the middle of your launch and you're like, where are the people? Where are the sales? What's going on? And then you go to the end of the launch and like, boom, people are back because of that sense of urgency. And I have to admit, I'm honestly the person that's going to buy at the end of the open cart. Like I am that person. <laughs> so I totally understand it too. But you know, we've been trying to manage that. And what's so fascinating about this launch is one, it's a collaboration. So it's, you know, we're listening and really tuning into the energy of the other person Two, it's a long ass launch, you know, we're in the middle of like, like we started this launch last month, we're ending it next month, like that's <laughs> a long freaking time to sell something. And well, okay. um, I also want to add, <laughs> like asterisk in there. What yeah. we were chatting about earlier is that If you've never launched an event, it is a completely Mm, different dynamic than launching a group program or a course because, and especially in-person events, I've managed so many campaigns for in-person events where you have to, you know, you launch that sucker for six months and there's different promos that you do and it's BOGO and it's this and it's that, and then it gets closer and people start to buy their tickets. And so 
this is also an event launch for both of us for the same time. And so it being a longer launch is normal, but we were like laughing earlier because I'm like, this is a six fucking week launch slump. And what's interesting too, is we've been in the same energy and that doesn't mean always good. Like we we were talking today and we're like, something's off. I mean, we're going to figure it out and we'll, we'll share the whole launch debrief when it's all said and done in January, but we were both really on the same page of like something's off. So rather than pretending it wasn't there, we were like, let's ride this wave. Let's explore this. Yeah. Yeah. And I think people who are listening can probably feel that too, like and understand, not feel that we're off, but like feel and relate to that because it's true. Like sometimes you're like, okay, things are going good on like the surface level on paper, you know, we're doing the things or this and that, but like, what isn't there? And I think what this signals to me personally, and this has happened to me in like every freaking situation. So I think it's pretty good. But it's like, whenever I get this feeling, I know that we're about to embark on something even better. Like I know that like something's going to happen, there's going to be a shift and things are going to get really good. That's why I firmly believe every time you're in this energy, if you ignore it, then whatever, you're ignoring it. But like, I'm tuning into it. And I'm thinking to myself, okay, something's off, there's an opportunity for us to create something. There's an opportunity for us to shift things in a way that's really going to make it good. And I think, you know, sometimes we ignore that thing or we spiral from it. Like, I think sometimes you might hear that voice or get that feeling and you're like, well, crap, you know, I should just end my launch or maybe this is a bad thing or this and that. No, I think this is an opportunity for us to say, hey, we still have a month until this event we can do some cool stuff in this month. Like we can really, you know, make this something really interesting. Two more tips from that is one, especially in a launch with someone else, adaptability is huge. Like you have to be willing to adapt in whatever way that you need. And then two is, especially when it comes to like the tasks and the content, the thing that I think has been really helpful for us because we're talking about two months of content on top of like other promotions, like it was essentially like, here's our business models. And then we have to make sure that what we're creating out here plugs in. Mm-hmm. And so we've done a lot of themed content where we jump on a call, talk about the concepts, lay out the calendar, post every other day, share each other's posts, really having a plan and then balancing that with like the plan can change when that communication is happening. I mean, that to me is what makes a collaboration so successful. Yeah. And I think also thinking of your launches in general, whether you're doing a collaboration or not, think of it like a marketing campaign. That's what it is. Like a launch is a marketing campaign. If you were, you know, name a store, how would you market your stuff? You know what I mean? You know, they're not looking at X person's exact framework and doing it. The worst thing it's so funny. Like, I feel like as consumers, we notice when certain companies are doing something very similar to their competitors, like, especially like side note, when you I mean, work for Lowe's. Wait, what? I was going to say like how Wendy's has the four for four. And then like Burger King was like, I'm going to do the five for five. And then I think McDonald's was like, I'm going to do the three for three. <laughs> but like, actually, like, so when I worked at Lowe's Home Improvement, it was the freaking worst because they were always like, what's Depot doing? What are, what is, what are the, what are the people in the orange house doing in the orange box? And it's just like, and you can tell, like, you can totally tell when it was like a washed down version of somebody else. And so when you think of that, like the same thing goes for your launches, don't do it like other people do it because you've already seen that it's already been done. Like there's so much that you can unlock within yourself. So 
I don't even remember how this started, but here we are. <laughs> but yeah. Here we are. And you know, full transparency too, like we didn't prepare for this episode. <laughs> for us, our anchor has been embodiment. Mm-hmm. What are we trying to teach and do and represent? How can we embody that more? It's not the perfect scripts. It's not the pressure. It's not pushing through in the masculine, it's riding the waves. And it's just fully embodying the thing that we're trying to offer. And so even one of the things that we chatted about earlier, I was like, I don't know if people really fully understand what the offer is. Mm. Like when you are trying to offer something that hasn't really been done or seen before, and like, it's all about positioning. People have had online events, right? But the positioning of this is really fresh. And so we have to get people familiar with that. And so we knew that going in as well, like you have to make sure people really understand what it is. Same thing when I launched the Profitable Partnership, you know, the core, it's a mastermind, but I had to communicate the positioning of why this was different and make sure people really understand why we're calling it what it is. And we're calling our event a sleepover because it's going back to just really being able to like let loose and have fun and look inward for inspiration rather than outward. Yeah. And I think you think about having a sleepover when you're a kid, right? Like you show up, you're with your friends, you're sharing some secrets, you're spilling the dirt, you're like having fun. You know, some people are going to bed early, other people are staying up with you. Yeah. You have that next day sort of like, what happened? <laughs> like like a giddiness and like yeah. your cheeks hurt from laughing and you feel like, you know, refreshed and connected and really plugged into yourself and appreciation for the people in your life. And yeah. And the happy hour was really a mini version of it because people walked out of that and they were like, oh my God, I haven't used that creative muscle in my brain in months, if not years. Oh Mm -hmm. my God, my cheeks hurt from laughing. Like those two random comments, you know what I mean? Like where else do you find that? And so those were the best compliments to get because it was exactly what we wanted to accomplish was that flexing those muscles that you haven't in a really long time or really tapping into those things inside of you that you already have, but you just haven't been able to bring them out because you're so used to the filter of everything that you see on a normal basis. And so we really removed you from those typical situations and said, hey, we're going to throw you into some random stuff and it's really going to help you out in the long term. <laughs> Promise. <laughs> yeah, but like, let's make it fun. Let's make it something that, and it was just a great way to also have people actually collaborate. Like, yeah, we had 40 to 60 people, I think on the call at a given time that night. But because we did breakout sessions too, like you got to actually connect with, only a few people and people that you normally wouldn't connect with. But that was amazing. And then just hearing people actually enjoying it, they stuck around two hours until the end. We're already all Zoom fatigued. You know what I mean? But like people were hanging on because it was fun. We were having a good time. And it was, you know, I don't want to put in air quotes, productive (laughs) because we knew it was like helping us in, you know, the long term. But I think it's, you know, we talk about mindset a lot and we talk about strategies a lot. But this event is really focused on thought process, the why. How can I apply these really cool concepts? How can I think in a more creative way? to help me develop my product suite, develop the things that I'm going to be selling and then sell them. And that's really the fundamentals of your business. Um, But also on top of that, we're really tapping into embodiment, which is huge. And I actually just had a conversation with Topsy, Topsy Vandenbosch earlier. And we were talking about just some entrepreneurs or whatever, like not gossiping, but like just talking about in general, 
how people sometimes are like so quick to try to find the latest strategies and like what people are doing and this and that. And the people that they're looking to learn from are just the people that have really embodied who they are at the deepest level. Like that's why they're going to them. That's how you become the go-to. That's how you become the person that people want to chat with because you are just so in integrity with yourself and who you are and what you do. And people see that. And that's really as simple as it is. It's tapping into that and then allowing yourself and giving yourself the space to actually then create and to market and to do. So those are really the three things in our event. It's embodiment, number one, which is kind of like that over, I think I just created as framework, that oversight of everything <laughs> we do. There's that offer alchemy and then there's that magnetic marketing. Like that's how it all comes together. And I will definitely create a graphic on this later, but like <laughs> it's so true. And I think what's cool is, I guess you can say like, I have a heavier side of one of that, of one part of that framework. You have a heavier side of that other part of the framework. And together, I think we've done a really good job of also like pushing each other to make sure that we're always embodying what we want to do in a really integral way. I know. I remember it was like maybe two weeks ago and I texted Ariel and I was like, hey, I'm not going to be starting work until like 12 o'clock today because I realized that I'm not taking care of myself and I feel out of integrity. So like, I'm going to work out and drink some water. Here's your push and reminder, move your body, drink some water. Let's take care of ourselves. But it's little things like that. It's being plugged into yourself enough to realize when things come up to look at it and then to shift back in. Yeah. Yeah. And you, I remember you messaged me, you were like, okay, I need to be better at self care. I preach this all the time. I'm doing it. Like this is what I'm doing today. Like, what are you doing for it? And I'm like, girl, I just got out of my, <laughs> out of my facial. I feel great. And, she, and you were like, okay, good. <laughs> I was like, on the same page. <laughs> and then I think the last thing we can address, because this is a question that I have clients actually asking all the time. And this question actually mind boggles me a little bit. So we can giggle at it and give some tips together. But the question is like, well, how do I collaborate? How do I get into more communities and start to build these relationships? And listen, I don't like doing it either, but you have to talk to people. <laughs> 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 the truth <laughs> but you have to put yourself in situations like that and it yeah. like it feels like effort like mm -hmm. you know when you're going into a group that you don't usually go into or having a conversation or meeting for a virtual coffee with someone you know I had a big block around this growing up I had one best friend and I always thought like if I have her I'm good because like I don't have to try I don't have to entertain I don't have to like I don't want to say contribute, but like we can just be and it's cool. And when you hang out with fresh people, it's like you can't just sit there. Like you have to like, so, you know, you have to break the ice. Like, what do you do? What's your fucking story? Like break down the layers until you start. <laughs> What's your baggage? <laughs> <laughs> so I really do encourage you guys, if you, and not just for collaboration, maybe you have no desire to collaborate, but you just want to build more community and relationships mm -hmm. and expand your network. So in the future, if you do, or you guys can bonus swap, I mean, podcast episodes, there's a million ways that you can collaborate and cross pollinate audiences and bring value to the table on each end without it being a full scale launch as well. But you got to build those relationships. And honestly, if it was anyone but Ariel or like proximity and closeness wise, I wouldn't because the relationship wouldn't be there. So thinking about the people you want to collaborate with too, you know, making sure that you build that rapport and that you put effort into those relationships as they grow is really important. Also on that note too, I'll share a really quick personal story. So something that I've been dedicated to this year and even moving into next year is, well, first of all, 
obviously I'm in Taylor's partnership. She's, you know, my coach, but I'm always in different groups for different things. So I joined a mastermind earlier this year. I'm joining another program that is going to be catered to something completely not business. But what's cool about all of these opportunities and why I take them, especially with the people I take them with, is because they're led by people that are not in my immediate circle, or they're led by people that have completely different networks. And the one that I just went through recently, it was like an okay mastermind. It was a pretty short term one. But truly the benefit of what I got out of it were the connections because these are women that I'm now connected with. They have completely different networks. They do completely different things. And what's cool is like, we've really looked at our relationship and said like, there's a lot I can learn from you. There's a lot you can learn from me. Let's think about this. Let's do this. And so I've gotten on some really cool calls from that. And I think it's just, you know, and this is what the sleepover is all about too. And why it's so great that literally no matter who you are, what you're doing in business, this is for you is to be able to work with somebody regardless of where they're at, what level they're in in business. Because if I stayed within that, if I looked at people and thought, well, so-and-so is making X number of dollars in their business or whatever, like how far would I get? Like, no, (laughs) you know what I mean? It doesn't matter. And so even like the people that I've recently been connecting with, you can say they're out of my league or doing something totally different, but like, are they, we're all just doing our, our own thing and being really good at what we do. Right. So yeah, expanding your circle though. I'm really glad that you did that too. Yeah. I went from being the mastermind I started at in the beginning of this year, it had like 50 something people. I knew all of them. I knew all of them when I was in, on Instagram, they were all there. I love them all. I'm not saying there's anything wrong with that, but the mastermind that I decided to join this past September to support me into next year, I was like, I don't want to know anyone. And I ended up only knowing <laughs> one person in the whole group. I think there's like 30 something of us but I'm building new relationships and getting outside and exposed to other circles. And it really is so refreshing. But again, it takes the effort of putting yourself out there. Cause I remember with the first mastermind, it was which one are my friends joining because Mm -hmm. that's comfortable and safe. And then the second half of the year, it was like, where does nobody know me? And left right there. (laughs) Exactly. And I mean, even if you already, I don't want to deter people like, hey, if you know us, don't join this team. (laughs) (laughs) But like, I think it's just in general, like forget about the sleepover for a second. Yeah. Get outside of your network, get outside of the people that you're used to being around because especially too, like if it's friends, like you can always gain what you can gain from being around them, right? You don't have to pay to do that. So (laughs) find people like find people that you can connect with that are in a completely different area, a completely different, you know, group of people or whatever. I think, you know, sometimes we talk about the fact that like, sometimes this industry can feel a little clicky. And so I'm the type of person, I think this is what we connect on really well too. Like in high school, I was not the person like in a click. I was the girl that was like skipping class, hanging out with my friends that were like 20 plus years old. I don't know if Taylor relates to that, but like, I wasn't trying to, I just try to steer away from being in clicks. I wasn't a part, I didn't feel like I wanted to be a part of one. And that's carried over into entrepreneurship. I think it's important to have friends and to have really great connections and relationships because business is literally built on relationships. You know, like that is the bottom line of what business is. And based on that, you need to grow relationships, not just with your immediate network. So there's a lot of magic that can happen with that. And at the sleepover, you'll get an opportunity to work with people in new and different ways. And it's not going to matter where the hell they are. You're just going to appreciate their perspective and they're going to appreciate yours. That's a big thing too. It's a huge thing. And it's coming up. 
it is January 8th and 9th. Yeah. And it really is going to be like nothing you guys have ever seen before. I really invite you to trust yourself. Like, I think that that's another theme too. It's like, oh, do I really need this? Or maybe I could invest in something else or, oh, but I'd rather be in like their mastermind or whatever, but I'm just not there yet. Like whatever, like, you know, bullshit train of thought that's pouring out of your mind. At the end of the day, this event is going to teach you to trust yourself. And if you don't trust yourself right Mm -hmm. now, you may be massively resisting that. And so getting your ticket is like step one in facing that Mm -hmm. and moving through it. And so when you leave that weekend going into January, a fresh year with a fresh energy and fresh layer of trust within yourself, you will crush your goals next year. And that's exactly what we want to do. We want to set you up with the energetic momentum and the ideas and the creativity to go into next year fully prepared without the long-term commitment and high ticket price tag. Yeah. And I think what's interesting is some at the beginning of this, we had a really hard time articulating what the transformation of this was, right? Because you think in terms of like what people typically think, what's a transformation, this and that. And it truly is like at the end of the day, it's not, I think something that I've always looked for when I've joined programs or, you know, when I've thought about doing something is I've looked at it and I thought, am I really going to come out the person that I want to be? Am I really going to go through this? And is it going to be the experience that I want? Or is it just going to feel like another call? Is it just going to feel like I'm giving somebody like a task list of what I'm doing and what I'm working on? Or am I going to walk away from this and really feel like, holy shit, that was worth worth every penny. And just knowing what we have in store for people, I know they're going to walk away from our event and be like, I am a different human. Like I am thinking differently. Mm -hmm. I'm approaching my life and my business differently. So I have so much confidence in this event. It's a little bit scary. But I think it's because it's just, it's such a fresh idea. It's so needed. It's needed because it has a ripple effect. The moment that like you and I started to expand and tap into our own power, it had a ripple effect on people in our circle. Like all the kind things you said about me in the beginning of like, you know, always watching you doing something different. You know, we started working together and I felt the same way about you. Because you came into a container where I was expanding and then you expanded and now your clients are expanding and my other clients are expanding and it creates a beautiful ripple effect too. So it's not just about you. It's about everyone in your circle because the more that you do this work to figure out who you really are authentically in your life and business, Mm -hmm. the more your clients will be empowered to do that too. Yeah. It's just all about setting a new standard for yourself. You know what I mean? Like, what are your standards? And if you can create new ones, what would they be? And how do you actually embody that? How do you bring it to life? How does it actually happen? You know, I mean, aside from just saying the buzzwords of innovation and embodiment and all this other stuff, like, what does it actually mean? Yeah. <laughs> and we're going to talk about that. We're going to talk about that. Yeah. So you can go to taylorslango.com forward slash sleepover to get your tickets, get your freaking ticket. We will see you there. There's going to be recordings of the workshop. So if you can't make one live, don't stress about that. But seriously, like take the leap and trust yourself. It's going to be something that's so worth your time and investment and energy. And I know that you're going to go out on the other side saying like exactly what Ariel said, just fresh everything. And there's nothing better than that. So anything else you would like to leave the people with before we sign off? No, because I'm bringing it to the sleepover. (laughs) Hey, I love that. Okay, go get your tickets, guys, and we will see you in the next episode of Aligned and Ambitious Radio. Bye. That's a wrap. 
If you loved this episode, be sure to screenshot it, post it on your Instagram story, and tag me. To stay up to date on all things Aligned and Ambitious, make sure you're subscribed to the show, and I'm always so grateful when you leave a review. New episodes drop every single Monday, and during the in-between, you can find me hanging out on Instagram. So I hope to connect with you over there, and I'll see you next week.